Back here in the fast lane as we continue looking ahead to not just the college football action tonight, Liberty at Western Kentucky certainly dominating the headlines for us, but juggling that while also looking ahead to the start of the ACC basketball season. And it's our pleasure to once again connect with, I guess we can call him a friend of ours here in the fast lane, even Absolutely. though we fall on the opposite sides of the aisle when it comes to the Eagles-Cowboys <laughs> debate. And as Jermaine Farrell of WFXR is looking on during this interview, uh, you know, I know it's real painful for me to have to hear that. And Trey back in our studio, is his heart is palpitating along with Ty. But, you know, hey, we're both in the thick of things right now, and it makes for a fun showdown in a couple weeks. Yeah, it, it does. It does. I tell you what, we've, we've had a little bit of a roller coaster. Uh, we've had a little bit of a roller coaster, ups and downs. Uh, we got right back on track last week. You guys are just kind of like, flirting flirting with disaster a lot uh you, you're coming away with a couple of wins here or there but uh I, i'm looking forward to it it's exact it's exactly what you want nfl season uh unpredictability and uh so hopefully my cowboys will come out on top do you get distracted by them or is it as you get to the start of your season and we're dawning on it for women's basketball as we're with our head women's basketball coach of virginia tech Kenny Brooks here in the fast lane. Do you still find time to focus on the Cowboys during the season, or does the attention have to shift so much to your team that it takes a backseat? You know, the first couple of weeks, you know, I'm all in, and I, I listen to every sports show and, you know, listen to, you know, what they're, what they're talking about. Uh, but right around the end of September is when we start our practice. So then I stop listening to a lot of the procrastinate uh, people talking about you know, what they're going to do, how great they're going to be, how bad they're going to be. And then I really just lock in on our team. And then it's just Sundays. Sundays I'll go out and I'll, let, I'll watch the game. And uh, I used to get really, really emotional about the game. Uh, now I just kind of watch it. And if they win, fantastic. If they lose, um, I've, I've learned to temper my, my emotion a little bit. Kenny Brooks with us here in the fast lane, head women's basketball coach for the Virginia Tech Hokies. Um, Pivoting to the focus, which is more of your team, of course. There we go. Good to great. You made that leap last year. There's a little bit of an extra rung I'm sure you and your team want to get to as you made it to the Final Four but couldn't quite get over the national title hump. Is that on the, the forefront of your brain right now, or do you have to go back to square one at the start of the year? No, I think you go back to square one. Uh, I think that if, if we just think that we're going to you know, magically just pop back into the same position that we were in last year, I think that's a discredit to what we did last year. It was very hard to get to that point, and uh, it was a tremendous, tremendous accomplishment. And, you know, you want to sit back, you want to relish in it, you want to say, hey, well, it was great. But I really think it is a discredit if we just say, hey, we're, we're going to get back there next year. It's going to take a lot of hard work. Uh, there, there's got to be a different kind of focus. You know, there are going to be a lot of people who are really coming after us because they know and uh, they can beat us. You know, it's, it's, it can be a feather in their cap. And uh, so we have to be ready for that. You know, we were, you know, f building this program, we were a challenger. And we were a challenger. And now we have the bullseye on our back. And uh, we have to learn how to play like that. We learned that last year. We learned it last year with a couple games we lost early in the ACC. Uh, and we, we just, we saw how people celebrated after they beat us because we had that little number right beside our, our name, you know, with the ranking. And uh, we had the same thing this year. So I think last year's experience will help us. We'll go in understanding that we have to give it our best because we know we're going to get everyone else best. When you're in the, the waning moments, I hope I'm not bringing up painful memories here, but I I'm kind of am. When you're in the waning moments of the loss to LSU and it's apparent they're moving on, your, your season's done. Do you try to block that out or do you and your team want to soak that in so you know what it feels like to avoid it? You know what? Uh, there was a huddle that we had. Obviously, the game was in hand and we knew that we weren't going to be able to, uh, to pull it out. 
and um, it, it was probably a couple seconds left, and, uh, and we had a little huddle, and I told them how, how proud I was of them, you know, because not everyone gets to the position that we got to, and it was not a failure. It was not, and the only thing sad about it is that we weren't going to be together as a group anymore, and it wasn't sad because we lost. You know, a lot of people have commented that, you know, we, we, we played with dignity. We held our heads up high. We represented so well. Yeah, when they got to the locker room, they boohooed and they cried. Uh, but it was because they weren't going to be together anymore. It wasn't because they felt like they were failures because they didn't get to the certain point. It, it, it was it was magical getting there. It was magical being one of the last four teams playing. And, uh, and if you look at it, we actually played, you know, the national champion better than the, uh, the, the title game. You know, the Iowa played them. So we had a lot to hold our heads up high about. Uh, we were sad that we weren't going to be together anymore with Taylor Soul or with Kayana Trailer um, and DeAsia Gregg. But, you know, we, we just knew there was a magical run that we had. When you look at the, the players and the key pieces from last year's Virginia Tech women's basketball team, as their head coach Kenny Brooks is with us here in the fast lane from the ACC basketball tip-off, Georgia Amor's back, Liz Kitley's back, Kayla King is back. What difference have you noticed in them in terms of their focus and preparation they were leaders last year, but maybe taking that to a different level? Well, they definitely didn't rest on their laurels. You know, they, they came back, and uh, we, we were, I probably gave them a week off, and they were ready to come right back at it and get to work hard and uh, understanding. And they have a fear of not improving. And, uh, you know, and I had to, had to sit them down. I had to sit all three of them down and say, look, you're not going to make the same, you know, strides that you made from a freshman to a sophomore or a sophomore to a junior now your your improvement is going to be more on the integral things the smaller things you know and um and, and don't think you're going to take these monstrous steps and getting better because your game is at a level that it's very at the top and it's not much more you can do but just refine those small things to to make you a smarter player to make you you know maybe a quicker player and, uh, and I think they finally understood that, but they have not rested. They, they work hard. Um, I haven't seen them kissing the trophy or running, running around trying to capitalize on their newfound, uh, you know, uh, glory. They just work. They work hard, and uh, they've gotten better. They've gotten a lot better with just understanding pace, tempo, how to play smarter. And uh, that's very exciting for me because I think this year, you know, there are going to be a lot of, lot of defenses that are going to come out and try to, you know, make them a focal point of their scouting report. And I think they're going to be able to handle that with, with such grace and be a lot better this year at it. If you're cool with it, Virginia Tech women's basketball coach Kenny Brooks with us here in the fast lane at the 2023 ACC basketball tip-off. You referenced the incremental improvements. How much of that is the mental aspect and having to study the game, study the opponent, study what you do in a practice as a player to make those little gains because the physical skills, I would imagine, are pretty close to being where they need to be. Yeah, I tell them a lot. You know, I, sometimes me training your brain is just as well as me training your body. And, um, and we watch, with all three of those kids who are coming back, we watch a lot of film, even of practice. You know, with practice, to have a practice, and then we'll come back the next day and we'll watch film and to see what they've done, what they need to do, little areas. Yeah, Liz, you made this shot, but what else could you have done? Uh, what if somebody came here? What can you do? Georgia the same way, Kayla King the same way, and that's the way we're training. You know, it, it's, they can't, their bodies have taken so much. They, they've they played so many minutes that I can't just go on the floor with them and get an hour workout in, you know, before practice every day. Um, so sometimes training their brain just as much as training their body is, is just as good, sometimes even better. 
And so they've understood that, and now uh, they've taken that, and they, they really have run with it, and they've gotten so much better because they can see it now. They're, both, they're all visual learners, and they can see it, and now they can understand what they need to improve on. We're going to ask you to kind of go on a sales pitch for women's basketball here, but, I mean, we're doing it too because we're at the men's and women's ACC basketball tip-off. We added that last year, adding women's to the men's, and it's been great for us here in the fast lane. The difference between the men and it's no slight, but the best players often in the men's game, the most talented, often are not there that long. Right. How much does that make women's basketball a joy for people to watch it? They need to delve into knowing that players like a Liz Kitley or a Georgia Amor and others across the sport are back for extra years. So you can see that refined play over a longer yeah. period of time. Yeah, you know, And number one, it helps the fan base. You know, it helps you get um, get get. I don't know, comfortable with the team. You know, you, you follow Liz Kitley for four years, in this case five. You watch her grow from a young kid to a, to a woman, essentially. And the, game, the games are better because of just the, the experience, the maturity, uh, as opposed to just relying on pure athleticism. And uh, when you have that, the games are in its purest form. Uh, the way that these kids can come out and execute a game plan, uh, the way they b move the ball is graceful. It's a lot of fun to watch, and, you know, I think that's what's benefited the women's game more so because they can't just run, go to the professional levels after a year or two. It makes the games a lot better, and, yep. uh, and, uh, and I think it's going to be on, on display this year with the ACC. A lot of veteran teams uh, that we're going to go out and play against, you know, fifth-year kids, uh, which makes the game a lot better. You know, it's, it's, it's much better to watch a 23-year-old play a game than necessarily all 18-year-olds play a game, and uh, just because so much more experience. What have you noticed about that translator? Obviously, winning helps, but all of that combining to generate more passion for women's basketball at Virginia Tech. Well, like I said, you know, they, they've watched, you know, the Hokie Nation has watched these kids grow up. You know, they, they went through the trials and the tribulations with them when they were young to the point where now you're watching them uh, to succeed, and they feel like they're part of you. They feel like they're part of your family. And that just makes for what people really love about uh, sports. You know, just like we talked about earlier, you know, Roger Staubach, Tony Dorsett from the Cowboys. I, I grew up with that, you know, and, and it was a part. And, you know, I, I think you see a little bit of that here uh, because the fans can really grab onto it and it can really become like a family. And watching, the, watching your family members succeed, you know, after they've gone through so much, you know, it just really makes you a part of that program. And I think that's really beneficial for um, for all of our all of our fans, but you know, just our program in general. It, it hurts me. You mentioned these cowboy greats, and you ignore Larry Allen, the greatest offensive lineman of all time. <laughs> Larry, Larry. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you did that, Coach. Yeah, it's yeah. Painful to my heart. I, but I, I, Larry Allen is more in my young adulthood. Uh, and Roger Staubach and Tony Dorsett were in my young childhood. I right? get so, it. So that, that, that was a more influential time in my life. Look, I get it. Everybody's doing <laughs> the throwback uniforms now across the league, and so it's become popular. Anyway, uh, we wrap things up with Kenny Brooks, and we're grateful for his time at the ACC basketball tip-off here in downtown Charlotte where we come to you in the fast lane. And we bring up the location in particular because like a block or two away from here, you can kind of see the arena where mm -hmm. you'll be in a couple of weeks. When you look over there and you realize, you know, all right, you got Iowa on the horizon, you got LSU on the horizon, does the heartbeat start picking up a little bit? It does. I mean, well, first we have to play High Point. And uh, High Point, uh, they, uh, you know, they're picked to win their league. Uh, they do a tremendous job there. And they gave us fits last year. So we can't overlook that. Can't overlook that. But uh, every game that we play, you, your heart starts beating really fast because it's a wonderful opportunity for you to go out and showcase, you know, your abilities and what you're doing. And uh, you put so much energy and effort into 
you know, just being a great basketball team. So every game's a great opportunity. But to come back here in Charlotte in a couple weeks, um, it's going to be magical because it's going to be great not only for our program but for women's basketball in general. When you can play Iowa, you know, Caitlin Clark obviously is – uh, the face of women's basketball right now. Uh, they just played a game in Iowa City where it was uh, 55,000 people on a, on a football field. You know, so this is generating a lot of interest. And, and for us last year, we had a chance to cross with a lot of the Iowa fans. And uh, they, they really commented on, uh, commended us for the way that we, you know, handled ourselves. We returned that because I thought they were tremendous as well. So I think it's going to be a very good game, and we're excited about it. So you like playing these tougher games, even if scheduling is more challenging now that people see VT and they're like, oh, not easy. No, I don't like these games, especially I don't like them this early. But uh, it was such a great opportunity for women's basketball that we had to jump on it. And uh, the Charlotte Sports Club, they did a tremendous job of getting two great teams together that's going to generate a lot of interest. And so I'm excited about that. And uh, sometimes you got to do for the better of the good. And, uh, you know, maybe it's not what I wanted. But I think it's what the fans wanted, and I think it's going to be a tremendous, tremendous opportunity. You know, selfishly, I'll say it, it makes it more fun for women's basketball and for basketball fans in general to see these type of matchups, even if thinking about them causes your heart to skip a beat already. Coach. Yeah, you know, I got to take one for the team, and that's what I did. So, you know, everyone else will be excited and happy, and my stomach will be in knots trying to figure out how to guard Caitlin Clark. That's the that's part of the job, yeah, though. There you go. It is. There you go. Kenny Brooks, head women's basketball coach, Virginia Tech Hokies here in the fast lane. It's always a pleasure when we connect with you, Coach. Good luck, good health to you and yours this season, and we look forward to speaking again soon. Thank you very much. Go Hokies, go Cowboys. So, of course, we transition from the Hokies to the Virginia Cavaliers here in the fast lane, and we are chatting now with the head women's basketball coach of the Virginia Lady Cavaliers, Amako Ogukwa Hamilton. Coach Mox, all right, first of all, we do it every year. Grade me on the pronunciation. You got better. You got better, but oh, not quite. Amaka Ogukwa Hamilton. Oh, I'm getting <laughs> close, but... All right, if I were one of your players, would my grade be like a C? Would it be a B? Is it on a curve? How would you do that? <laughs> if you were one of my players, it would be an A. But uh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, zingers. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but you look at the season so far and the excitement for this year. Compare the excitement for you and your team at the start of this year with a little bit of certainty with what you have in this program at Virginia compared to the start of last season when you were really trying to put your stamp on this thing? Yeah, I mean, I think the excitement is kind of similar. Um, you know, maybe the, the community is a little bit more excited this year. They're, they're you know, kind of back in the fold here now, and, and there's been a lot of support and energy behind our program, so that's been awesome. As far as the players, I think, you know, they're playing with a chip on their shoulder right now. They're practicing with a chip on their shoulder. Um, they're really, really hungry. So tasted some success last year, especially early. But then it obviously hit a lot of adversity, injuries, and some other stuff that you guys don't even know about. Um, so they didn't. They weren't satisfied with how we ended last year. Neither obviously was I. If you're a competitor, you know you're not. Um, so I just love the fact that they're really, really hungry. You mentioned all of the adversity, and obviously there are things that we don't know about. There's plenty that we do from the tragedy on grounds to the injuries to everything else that transpired. Needless to say, you can't game plan for a lot of that, but how much did you have the ability to dawn on prior experiences? How much of it was just staying grounded in who you are as Coach Mox and your vision for this program in the moment? 
Yeah, you know, I've had a lot of adversity in my life, so handling adversity is something that I always talk to our players about. You know, right now they're in this collegiate bubble where, you know, a lot of things are taken care of for them. But when they get into the real world, they got to stand on their own two feet. I want them to be prepared for that. So we talk about, you know, persevering through adversity and being resilient no matter what's thrown in your direction, remaining confident. And I just try to empower them to be all they can be. So, you know, through all the ups and downs of last season, you know, never too high, never too low. We just tried to really learn from every single setback or, uh, you know, every single victory or whatever it was. We tried to learn um, and just use it as an opportunity of growth for growth. Coach Mox with us here on the Fast Lane talking Virginia Lady Cavaliers basketball. You got off to a great start last year. And then there were tons of periods of adversity. Um, I'm sure you don't count moral victories. They didn't show up that way in the stat sheet. But... When you look at how you guys performed in ACC play, you're in a lot of games. You pull off a victory here or there, including a couple of upsets. And I'm going to put air quotes behind that because that's how we would term it in the media. But all of that, what did that show you about the competitive fiber that you have in this program in something on which you can build? Yeah, no, I was really proud of our players that we didn't give up. I mean, we played a game at the end of the year with six available players. Like, that's crazy. We had one sub. So I, I was really proud of our resilience and uh, resiliency and also our fight, you know, because we could have thrown in the towel. We could have been like, okay, well, listen, we don't even have enough players. There was so many things that we could have done, but we just fought instead and uh, never gave up. And I just thought that that showed the character of our program and the foundation that was being laid. So I'm just really proud of that. But at the same time, that's that's kind of in the rear view now. And what we want to do this year is be consistent. Hopefully, you know, God willing, stay healthy. We have 14 players that can contribute. We can be very deep. Uh, we can be very powerful. We can be very athletic. Um, you know, so I just want us to be able to stay consistent throughout the course of the season. Coach Mox talking Virginia Lady Cavalier basketball with us here in the fast lane at the ACC basketball tip-off, and we're grateful for her time and being able to join us. All of that you take last year, you're trying to build off of that for this year. What have you taken from last year where you go, hey, this is very tangible, this does lay a groundwork for what's going forward? Well, you know, last year it, it, we're still going to have the same style of play. I mean, I'm not – I didn't change my style of play last year, and now we just have more bodies so we can actually implement it more. So um, I can do more things. We can be a little bit more versatile because we have versatility that we didn't have last year. Um, we have depth so we can play up tempo for 40 minutes where, you know, last year it was kind of like half a game sometimes, sometimes 40 minutes, sometimes 30, whatever it was. Um, so I just love what we have now and we can play the way I want to play and then defensively kind of wreak havoc on that side of the ball. So, you know, there's some things that we took away from last year as far as, you know, we were able to lay the foundation, but we didn't execute the way I really wanted to. And now with the players returning who understand the, the system and the ones that came in and, and their IQs and just their abilities and talents, I think that we can play the way I want to play. You've brought in grad transfers from four higher profile basketball programs. You've also brought in young players and there's some holdovers. You reference the IQ part. Where does that fit in with what Coach Mox and Virginia Lady Cavalier basketball want out of a team? Yeah, I mean, you got to kind of have an IQ for the game to understand uh, my system, my style of play, the way we scout other teams, uh, the way we try to game plan, um, and then also just the way that my what my system is predicated on. You know, so you do have to kind of have an understanding of the game to be able to do that. Uh, I'm not saying that we didn't last year. We just have more bodies now and and we have a lot of talent we were deeper all that stuff so it's just going to be easier to um i guess have more carryover with that 
whether it's player procurement, whether it's preparation with off-season programs, scouting, conditioning, I'm sure there's a combination of those factors. What all have you looked at and said, okay, this is where we needed to tweak it as a program because first half of the year you're heading in the right direction, second half things don't go the way you wanted. Yeah, I mean, we definitely needed to uh, have more players. <laughs> that was the first <laughs> thing that we needed. Um, but then, you know, you look at what what – is going to help us continue to grow as a program. Uh, you know, we needed to fill, we needed some more taller players, you know, because we had some great post players, but their natural positions were four, and then they're playing five. So we added, you know, a six, seven kid there, another kid from Sweden, um, you know, who's six, three. And then we, you know, we needed some more depth at the point guard spot, the guard spot. So we added that, you know. Um, so I think we were able to not just add players, we added some very talented players, high character players, high IQ players. Um, to fill those voids, and I, I just couldn't be happier. Coach Mox looking ahead to the start of the Virginia Lady Cavalier basketball season with us in the fast lane at the ACC basketball tip-off. There are a lot of cool things you can look at with your program and the trajectory you're on. One of them is the fan interest and support. You smile when I bring that up. Did you anticipate the growth you would see in terms of crowds at JPJ, the buzz around Lady Cavalier basketball that seemed to build over the course of the season it was definitely a goal you know definitely wanted to get the community back involved i grew up in the state of virginia so i know um that charlottesville loves women's basketball and traditionally has shown up for that so just wanted to get them back in the seats you know um i didn't know it was going to happen that quickly and i didn't know it was going to be you know such a buzz around the community so i just feel really blessed that um our fan base wahoo nation has gotten behind us and stayed behind us and they, they've just brought a lot of excitement to what we're trying to do and a lot of support so honestly it, i'm just thankful i'm really thankful for their support you guys have put a product out there it seems like that they've gravitated towards um very smart high iq basketball play hard I mean, when you look at men's and women's basketball in Charlottesville, they seem to be staples, whether it's you or Coach Bennett, that Virginia fans really appreciate. Yeah, I mean, for sure, I can't be con I can't be compared to the great Tony Bennett yet. But, uh, you know, I just hope that people continue to stay behind us and, and uh, stick with us because I do think that we're building this thing in the right uh, – at a high pace, actually, and then going in the right direction. Coach Mox with us here in the fast lane. Goals for your team as a season. Is it a tangible goal like top eight? Because historically that puts ACC teams right in the NCAA tournament. Is it win the conference title? How do you approach this from a bigger picture perspective before you dive into the minutia of every day? Well, you know, we have goals, but I'll keep them in house with, oh. our, with our team. Um, but, you know, the biggest goal is just to stay focused, stay present, enjoy the journey, take it one game at a time, be consistent. Um, just continue to grow our, our camaraderie, our synergy, our chemistry on and off the court. And, um, you know, that's pretty much all I'll give. Okay, I'll okay. <laughs> can, can I ask a little follow -up? It's not about the specific goals. Do you bring those up over the course of the season, or is it more keeping things in the moment? Hey, if we want to reach these goals, let's zone in on X, Y, or Z in the moment. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to have a vision of where you're trying to go. Uh, in order to get there so it'll be it's not necessarily brought up but it's there we understand we've written them out we we have our goals but the focus is staying present you know preparing for each team the same way that's how you build consistency um, and and just and just understanding you got to take it one game at a time so we're not looking forward everybody's asking about LSU and some other things 
Like, we're not, we're not looking at that right now. You know, we're going to take it one game at a time. Then when we get to LSU, we're going to take, you know, focus on LSU. And then after LSU, we're focusing on the next game. So I just think that's the way that you build greatness and consistency. Coach, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today in the fast lane. Sorry we couldn't pry those inside secrets out from you today. <laughs> we'll keep trying again, though, at another time. But all seriousness aside, we appreciate your time. Best of luck and health to you and the Lady Cavaliers this season. Thank you so much. Coach Mox with us here in the fast lane, looking ahead to the start of the basketball season for them. We look ahead to big matchup tonight on the, on the gridiron, Liberty at Western Kentucky, next. Part of our chat with WFXR Sports Director Jermaine Farrell in the fast lane.